What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. If, if, if your brother had balls, he would be your sister. He doesn't, so he's not. <laughs> Something I didn't watch, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Allow me to volley, sir. Yeah. What's funny is, okay, so that was during the his return with the bloodline and they're talking with Logan Paul on SmackDown last Friday. Okay. So I like typed it into the YouTube to make sure I had like the actual line down. And what's funny is, Oh, did they censor something? No, this line is a variation of a line he did back when Brock Lesnar fought like ricochet maybe in like Saudi Arabia or something. And he just changed it from, uh, your sister to your brother to on the one with Brock was uh, if your aunt had balls he'd be your uncle but he doesn't so he's not well <laughs> if you're gonna steal from somebody at least you're stealing from yourself, yourself right yeah <laughs> it's gone away I um, forgot about that line yeah. it's pretty good well if it was a Saudi show chances are I never saw it in the first place <laughs> right but. <laughs> but the greatest part was like Logan Paul's like I think you need to hear what I have to say or something and Paul just like chucks the mic at him he's like i'm done and just like gets out of the ring it was pretty entertaining interesting yeah yeah i didn't watch i gotta get back there's just a lot man i don't tell you gonna want to do it this friday according to the qr code we're gonna get into that that's gonna come up later in the show (laughs) oh my god well as we sit down to record it is september 21st 2022 and on this day in pro wrestling history 1986, Carlos Colon defeats Terry Funk in a tournament final for the WWC Universal Heavyweight title in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The belt had been vacated on April 30th when Colon was injured. It's funny he doesn't just doesn't, you know, get it back. I guess that's a that's not like New Japan style where a guy's out for two weeks and you strip him for the title. April to September is yeah. quite a haul, so I, I'm okay with that. 1987, Ted DiBiase made his return to Madison Square Garden after almost eight years since his last Garden match, where he lost to a debuting Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow. Uh, Now he's in his million-dollar man persona. Ted DiBiase offered Junkyard Dog $500 to not wrestle him. Mm. Junkyard Dog instead headbutted DiBiase, then gave out the money to the crowd. What a fan favorite. What a man of the people. That's right. 1992, Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes defeat Terry Gordy and Steve Williams to win the WCW and NWA World Tag Team Championships in Atlanta, Georgia. 1994, after after just over three years of operations, the Global Wrestling Federation folded. Uh, GWF was formed to fill a void in the Texas wrestling scene after Fritz von Erich shut down WCCW. Mm. Uh, Global had airtime on ESPN and helped launch the Patriot, Del Wilkes, Jerry Lynn, and Sean Waltman. The lightning kid. The L kid, the cannonball kid, the kamikaze kid, whatever. You saw it on ESPN. Yeah, it aired on ESPN. It would be on at weird times. Like oh, I can yeah. remember... You know, three in the morning it might be on, yep. but then I can also remember like coming home from after school and it being on. So. Yeah. One of those weird, uh, I think they just plugged it in whenever. It was always like, <laughs> there's always the kid in the neighborhood that was a little bit of a niche wrestling fan. Like, <laughs> we're WWF kids. Yeah. And like, you got your WCW kids and that they're okay. But then there's like the one kid that's like, did you watch Global last night? And I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck no, dude. <laughs> Are they still DQing mm. people for going over the top rope over there? One, or what? two, three kid. I like him better as what I know him as, the lightning kid. Yeah. In Dallas. <laughs> yeah. You know. He throws fireballs there. Yeah. Oh, okay. He might. Right. He, he did. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. Uh, I feel like they had more than a three-year run, but I guess not, man. 1998, Masahiro Chono vacates the IWGP heavyweight title due to a severe neck injury. Um, I meant to inquire as to where that match happened, where he suffered the injury, but uh, again, there's a lot of stuff going on. 1999. This is fun. 
During a SmackDown taping in Dallas, Texas, Triple H wrestles five times in order to earn a spot in the six-pack challenge at Unforgiven. Uh, he loses to Big Show in a choke slam match. Mm. That makes sense. He defeats <laughs> Kane in an Inferno match. Jesus. He loses to Midian and Viscera in a casket match. <laughs> defeats Mankind in a boiler room brawl. All this is on one show? And defeats The Rock in a Brahma bull rope match. What the hell? All on one SmackDown, Adam. What year, 99? Mm-hmm. Okay. When we stick around long enough, we'll get to it on Retro Raw. <laughs> well, this is on SmackDown. What are we going to oh, do? Oh, damn it. What are we going to do? Fork in the road. Show? <laughs> Fork in the road in 99, bro. We don't know what we're doing yet. He's going to pick got a thunder, little... but I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Also on the show, Road Dog and Billy Gunn defeated The Rock and Mankind to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. And Ken Shamrock wrestles his final WWF match, losing to Chris Jericho in a first blood match hmm. when Jericho hits Shamrock with a hockey stick and Shamrock spits up blood. So I like that twist on a first blood match. Oh. Hit him in the throat and he spits up blood. He's not technically busted open, but like right. internally he is. First blood. How about all of those matches taking place on one episode of SmackDown? That's insane. It's like... Russo stuff. Everything <laughs> needs a gimmick. Bro. 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 It's going to wrestle six times tonight, bro. <laughs> 2002, Ted Petty, best known to wrestling fans as Flyboy Rocco Rock, mm. passed away from a heart attack while en route to a show that night in, night in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Only 49 years old. Damn. Yeah, dude. 2003, WWE held their Unforgiven pay-per-view in Hershey, Pennsylvania at the Giant Center. Headlined by Bill Goldberg defeating Triple H for the World Heavyweight title. Some other results on the show. Kane would defeat Shane McMahon in a last man standing match. And Christian defeated Rob Van Dam and Chris Jericho to retain the Intercontinental title. Nice. Christian's still going, man. Yeah, he is. Sort of. It's kind of, yeah. Well, it's hurt, but. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at this stage of the game, that's what you're mostly going to be. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. 2005, WWE.com announced that Mark Muhammad Hassan Kopiani was no longer with the company. Um, his gimmick had caused quite the uproar during uh, following a terrorist angle played out on the day of the London bombings. Now, that's just poor timing. Yeah. Because I, it was a taped that. show. Yeah. They did go ahead with their decision to air it that day. Mm. But it's like, what do you do? I don't I don't know. But the backlash occurred, and UPN demanded that his character be removed from their programming. Uh, it was essentially written off following the Great American Bash in July. Never returned to pro wrestling. No kidding. Ever. Damn. Um, did some acting, and then uh, currently a teacher. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Just, You'd think you just move on. You, you, know? you think so. another. This is one of the professions where you're allowed to do that. No one's going to be like, no, oh, I know that guy. You know what I mean? Like you can reinvent yourself. Like you could be, you could hell, you could be a teaching gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> there's been a few of those. Yeah. It is weird Dean though, right? Douglas. Like that just left such a sour taste in his mouth. Or yeah, do you think he got paid? That could be. Yeah, and he was like, "Fuck it, I don't need to take bumps." Like. It, it's probably both. He probably got a bunch of backlash just in general. I mean, people could have. We're not talking the pay-per-view. Yeah, we're not talking the pay-per-view. But it wasn't. Uh, it's not his fault. No, it wasn't. It's a, just a sure shitty situation. It probably felt weird. Yeah, I bet you it was a. Yeah, I bet you he got a nice check and was kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm going to fucking go I'm going to go act and, <laughs> yeah. and then teach when that doesn't pan out. I don't know. Uh, in 2006, WWE signs Two Cold Scorpio to a three-year contract. Uh, he's going to go back to his old WWF name of Flash Funk because he would not sign the rights over to the Scorpio name. Uh, he's only used on a few overseas shows, a never appear on WWE TV, and would be released less than a year later. Uh, from being signed, so it did not last very long. I haven't seen him promoted for GCW recently. Um, it's been a little bit. Like, I feel like I was like I just saw him, but then I just saw him on the Retro Raw as Two Cold Scorpio. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so different. Twenty four yep. years apart, but you know, still going. Two thousand fourteen, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Destruction in Kobe from Kobe, Japan. 
Taguchi defeats Kushida for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And Shinsuke Nakamura defeats Bad Luck Fale for the IWGP Intercontinental title. Nice. Birthdays, you only got two of them, and they are both uh, old-timers. Old-timers. One of them's still going. Okay. Jack Briscoe, Jerry's Mm. brother, they own a body shop. Shit. 77. 81. Okay. The other one, still out there, still doing Canadian Destroyers, Adam. Oh, yeah. Ricky Morton. Oh, yeah. Good old Ricky. 74. 66. All right. All right. Only 66. Still pulling off fucking Destroyers and shit, dude. It's amazing. It is. Still <laughs> go. We just saw. We, we just saw him wrestle Matt Cardona. That <laughs> yeah. was wild. Coming up almost a year ago. <laughs> it's now time for the retro raw review. Okay, dokey. Retro raw this week. It's from the September twenty first, nineteen ninety eight episode. We are in the Arco Arena. In Sacramento, California. And this is going to be the the go-home show to break down. So a lot of the matches are going to break down. Spoiler alert. This this era, especially, every show before a pay-per-view. Oh, my gosh. The water is always getting muddied. Like clockwork. Uh, so the show is going to open up with The Rock heading to the ring. And we get some new voices on commentary. We got Shane McMahon and Jim Cornette donning the headsets this week. Uh, when The Rock gets into the ring, we see that Vince McMahon, Ken Shamrock, and Mankind are already in there. Vince says that if Austin is thinking about getting his hands on Vince McMahon tonight, he better think again. He motions to the ramp where Kane and The Undertaker appear. But what's the deal with the guys in the ring? Well, ahead of the uh, breakdown pay-per-view this Sunday, Stone Cold Steve Austin and a partner to be named are going to square off with the Brothers of Destruction tonight. And Vince is asking that these three individuals not tag with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And in return, he's going to offer them an opportunity to win the WWF Championship by competing in a triple threat match tonight to be the number one contender. So if they decide not to side with Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight, they're going to technically get a crack at the WWF Championship, but they're going to have to go through the other two guys in a triple threat match later on tonight. And that Vince will ref? Did Vince McMahon ref that match? I think that's what he said. Oh my gosh. I, he didn't ref the match though. It's true. I don't remember. I think he was just, uh, I think he was swinging his dick around and talking about all the things that he could do to oh, guarantee. Yes. I could be a special guest ref. Guarantee yeah. Austin doesn't uh, retain. That's his whole thing. Right. Austin will not be champion after Sunday, and he guaranteed tees it, Adam. Uh, match number one, we got Jeff Jarrett with Southern Justice versus Billy Gunn. Uh, Road Dog, his throat's still fucked up from last week, so Billy handles the ring announcing duties with the help of some Road Dog cue cards, which I liked. Yeah, that was fun. Giant poster boards, Sammy Guevara style. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. We find out during the match that uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are missing in action this week due to filming Man in the Moon. That Andy Kaufman movie mm, with Jim Carrey. So right. I like that they at least talked about that for a few minutes. Like, hey, this is why these two guys are here. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Billy Gunn, very good match. I, I liked it. Uh, Billy Gunn wins it with a neck breaker after Tim White wrestled the guitar from Jeff Jarrett. Not today, Jarrett. Not today, Jarrett. Next up, Stone Cold Steve Austin is out to the ring for his uh, rebuttal, I guess. Um, he acknowledged that it's looking bleak for Stone Cold Steve Austin due to the superstars of the WWF cutting deals with Vince McMahon. And if you ask me, that's a load of crap. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He doesn't expect anyone to stand by his side later as his partner, but he plans on whooping both uh, Kane and Taker later on solo if he has to. Match number two, we got the Headbangers versus the Oddities. And as the oddities are entering the ring, Mosh and Thrasher join them in dancing. Uh, They even pull out Silly String. Looks like everybody's about to just have a party. Psych! Uh, The Headbangers pull out cans of spray paint, shoot it into the face of Giant Silva and Kurgan. Then they double-team Golga, shred his Cartman doll, choke him out with one of their kilts. 
full-on heel turn by these headbangers, Adam. Yeah, they took out Cartman, R.I.P. So did they throw out the match? Yeah, nothing happened with that. Yeah. It was just there for a heel turn, I guess. All right, well, they got their point across. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> they chucked Luna out of the ring, though. Yeah, they did. Fierce. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Jesus, like a rag doll and then ripped up a doll. They did. In the back, Michael Cole standing with The Undertaker and Kane. They don't seem too worried about Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight. Taker says that Steve should spend less time running his mouth and more time getting his affairs in order because if he shows up solo later, there will be a funeral. I like that. I did too. It was a good good bit of business there. Match three, we got Sable versus Jacqueline for the WWF Women's Championship. The Women's Championship has remained dormant since Alundra Blaze showed up on Nitro and tossed it in the garbage mm. three years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. Kind of strange to bring it back here. There was no promoting. Uh, they also don't have a women's wrestling division. No. It's basically these two and China who really doesn't mix it up with the ladies at all. She's just a heater. Yeah. And occasionally she's been doing mixed tags lately, but I don't know. It's very weird. Jacqueline gets the win after Mark Merrow trips Sable as she's attempting a suplex and subsequently holds her feet as the referee counts to three. And you know why I know that this was all fucking last second? They didn't even have a goddamn belt to give to Miss Jackie. I was going to say, I don't remember them getting out a title. <laughs> this has to be like one of the most last minute decisions yeah. of all time. Oh, did we ever get that belt back from Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, I don't boss. think so, boss. Well, let's make it a title match anyway. Yeah. We'll get one later. Pretty soon they'll be divas anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's very strange because, uh, you know, a year or two from now, they're going to get like Molly Holly. They're going to get the women's division is going to get does, going. Yeah, ivory. But right now it's just, it's there's nothing to it. So mm-hmm. it was just strange timing, I thought. And then the fact that they didn't actually present her with a title of any sort was... Kind of dumb. Just uh, <laughs> icing on the cake of the we don't give a fuck. Match four, we got Kane and The Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Billy Gunn answers the uh, the call here. I like the surprise. I, was, I did not see that coming. Also, I liked the fact that it wasn't just like Austin waiting, getting his ass kicked for five minutes, yeah. and then someone comes on. Yeah. No, Austin's music plays. He gets in the ring, and then he looks like, "Who's it going to be?" Well, I don't think anybody's coming. DX music plays, and Billy Gunn walks out to the ring. It was like we got a fucking legit tag team match. Yeah, and it was pretty good. The Stooges and Vince did not like it. No, they're watching backstage <laughs> on a little monitor. Yep. Uh, really like, pissed. Damn it, Billy. I thought you covered all the bases, Mr. McMahon. I forgot about gun. <laughs> I, thought, I don't know. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Billy, as soon as Billy gets in the ring, all four guys start brawling. Um, the pace was crazy fast, especially when Austin's in the ring. Like, that guy is going a mile a minute. Yeah. Um, starts to break down towards the end. The Undertaker is able to choke slam Billy Gunn, pin him for the win. He wasn't the legal man. But uh, Earl Hebner had been knocked down moments earlier, and he was a little groggy as he counted the pinfall. You can't really blame baby Earl for that one. No. Match five. We got the Disciples of Apocalypse versus Southern Justice. The only notable thing in this match is that Jeff Jarrett showed up and dropped Paul Ellering by blasting a guitar over his noggin. Yeah, the ref didn't pull the guitar out of his hand this time. Uh, I think the match just gets tossed out, too, after that. It, there's no winner or loser. Nope, thrown out. Before the next match, we do get another vignette for Lord Steven Regal. I did see this the one. The man's man. Yes. He's uh, shaving in the woods. Of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I loved it. Match six, we got Al Snow versus Sergeant Slaughter in a boot camp match. It's really, a famous match. They're really throwing these things together, though. Yeah. I do like the, the description of a boot camp match, though. Come as you are, bring what you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Like, if I'm going to have a fight, that's kind of what I want it to be. Yeah, that's pretty chill. <laughs> and if Al can get the win here, he's going to be reinstated to the act, active roster. If Sarge is victorious, Al Snow's gone for good. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's also false count anywhere because they go for pinfalls and shit on the outside. Sarge uh, looked it up. He's only 50 years old here. Yeah. And he looks every bit old. Yeah, he does. But then when you think about it, like Jericho's over 50. Right. Doesn't um, look it. AJ Styles, 45. Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. 45. Right. Like, big difference. Big difference. <laughs> you know. 
Science in the medical field has come, you know, a long way. Also, territory wrestling, hard living, Oh, dude. dude, And Sarge came up in that. Those guys just looked old when they were 30. I think Arn Anderson looked 40 when he was, like, 12. Right. Or he came out of the womb. Yeah. Yeah. He always looked 40, and he, like, always will look 40. (laughs) (laughs) It's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing until you're... It's a curse until you're 40 40, and a blessing after. Right. Totally. Love that. Um... They use all kinds of weaponry, chairs, belts, boots, stairs, mannequin heads. Yeah, it's a kick to the dick and a headshot with head that gets the pinfall victory for Al, who is back in the Federation. And then the Stooges attacked Al. Sure did. They did not like that. Jerks. Match seven, we got Val Venus versus Owen Hart. Dustin Runnels is out at the commentary table. Uh, Shane keeps asking him what he's doing out here. He says he wants to look into the eyes of a man that he knows for a fact will burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> he was praying at the table and whatnot. It was really strange, but it I was. like this commitment to this character is pretty good. I like it too. Uh, Corny and Shane spend the whole match asking Dustin, you know, how he has the ability to hold back, keep from beating the shit out of Val. Like this, this man had a he video with, with your, your wife. wife. You yeah. Know? Eventually, he listens to them. He bum rushes the ring, attacks the big Valboski. It does not end well for him, though, as he finds himself tied up in the ring ropes with a perfect view of the Titan Tron for the premiere of Val's new flick. There's something about Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Timely. Uh, Those two are going to tangle in six days at the breakdown pay-per-view. And uh, I, for one, can't wait to see Dustin Rhodes get his comeuppance on this fucking heathen Val Venus. (laughs) We'll see what happens there. Match number eight, we got X-Pac versus D'Lo Brown, and this is for the European Championship. And again, I thought this was a pretty good match. Yeah, it was pretty good. That fucking springboard moonsault from D'Lo was amazing. Yeah. He misses it. Right, but, but it was still great. Awesome. <laughs> uh, the finish was also very creative. D'Lo goes for the t- off the top rope for the lowdown. Pac hops to his feet, catches him in midair with the X-Factor. Yeah, that was great. And we have a new European Champion. X-Pac bringing some gold to D-Generation X. Very nice. Match nine. This is the main event. Triple threat. We got Mankind versus Ken Shamrock versus The Rock. And as we found out in the opening segment, the winner is going to get a shot at the WWF champion next week on Raw. Whomever that may be. How about the double sleeper? Yes. That was was, fun. They called it a triple sleeper. And one of them was like, no, I think it'd be a double sleeper. It's three guys, two are in the sleeper hold. But I like that. Ken Shamrock had Mankind uh, in a sleeper hold, and The Rock just like comes up from behind, just snatches them up. It was great. It was a good spot for sure. Um, They're beating the hell out of each other all over the ringside area. Um, eventually Undertaker and Kane head to the ring. Of course they get involved. Taker pulls out Mankind, tosses him into the steps, effectively eliminating him from the match. A little bit later on, they take out Ken, finally deliver a choke slam to the rock. There was one other spot I liked too when um Shamrock had maybe Mankind in the ankle lock. And then the rock taps him yeah. on the back like he was the ref. Like, you're good. You're good. So then he just Ken Shamrock lets he him won. go. He thought he won. I that was like, was oh, that's, great that's fun. There Very creative. They should utilize that more. Yeah. Like, that's a, I, I like, haven't seen that ever. Right. Right. I was like, damn, that's smart. That was great. Or even if, uh, you know, if a guy had another guy in a, like a Boston Crab or a sharpshooter or something, and then you could like pull up alongside of him and just tap that guy's yeah. leg like he's quitting. Or right, run on, run on the side of like the apron and get in there. good fucking finish, dude. Book it. Book it. Book it. Um, so, yeah, Vince is just elated. The Brothers of Destruction have taken out everybody. He doesn't have a clear number one contender. Although, Stone Cold Steve Austin appears behind him and strikes. Doesn't take long, though. Undertaker and Kane come to his aid, run, uh, run Stone Cold off, but he got a couple shots in on the boss. The crowd yeah. is going fucking ape shit for Crazy. this. And next up, we got Breakdown in six days. Um, I'm excited to possibly take a look at it. It's an in-your-house, so I'm assuming, two-hour show that I know I've never watched. Yeah. I know I've never seen that I'll show. I'll probably check it out. I'll at least skim through it. Uh, Sign of the Times. Uh, Golga is my dad. Yeah. Have we, had, have we had that one before? No, I don't no? think so. Okay. I like that one, though. Uh, a lot of Austin stuff. Goldberg sucks Austin's Venus. Mm. Worked three wrestlers into that sign. Yes. 
Um, I, I couldn't see the name of the wrestler, but it was someone, and then it was, you know you want D's nuts. Mm. It's like, okay. I mean, that could be anybody. Could be. Uh, <laughs> this one was weird. Austin needs to get to flashing. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I had to think about that, too. Okay. So you think he just wants some to, you know, he wrestles in trunks. That's it. Is yeah, that, I think is he that wants them to pull him down, like a la okay. what Triple H has been making the ladies do lately. <laughs> he needs to get to flashing. If I, have my, I got uh, Bischoff Blows Turner. Nice. Austin can suck it like Lewinsky. Ooh. Timely. That's my uh, last one. My last one is just white trash wrestling. <laughs> front row, right? Like yeah. right at front street. It's white like, trash is wrestling. This a backyard fed or I like to think that it what was. this is or I wish there was a dot com at the end of that. Right. You know there had to be a white WTW. WTW. Like that existed. Uh for sure. I'm gonna say it was a fucking Alabama promotion. Hardy's wrestled there once. Oh yes, dude. Early on. When they were still like doing Omega or whatever. Right. <laughs> oh, book that shit too, dude. <laughs> ah. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. Well, we talked about it a little bit last week. Power Town Collectibles had their pre-order up for that uh, their Series 1 with Vern Gagne, oh, Stan right. Hansen, uh, Carrie Von Eric, Bruiser Brody, one I'm forgetting, Magnum TA. Magnum TA. Um. So they, the, the pre-orders go up Friday. They're available in several bundles as well as like single figures. The cost is 45 bucks a figure. Damn. Which is a little pricey. But I do think, now until we get these in hand, we don't really know. But just looking at them, um, they do seem more you know similar to the Ultimates mm-hmm. than the Elites. You get a little more. A little extra stuff in there, and it looks like, you know, the shoulder joints are going to be butterfly joints, and it just, I don't know, you look at it, and if they can pull it off, it looks like it's going to be... Worth it. Worth it. At least, you know, pretty much, pretty close. Similar to, like, yeah. If you if you go to Target and find um, an Ultimate on the shelf, it's it's right around 35 bucks. so... Sure. And this is a startup company. Let's see if they can actually deliver on this and everything, but um, you could save, I think, 10% um, off the bundles. Yeah. With, them all. with code words like major, I think the major brothers had one or whatever, but like, so that gets it more down to more like $41 per figure, which seems it's a little bit, but it seems more easy to stomach. Um, you couldn't like pick your bundle. It had to be like, you either got the whole wave or mm-hmm. it was like these three guys or these three guys. Okay. And no, uh, build a six pack deal, no build a th- build a three pack or something like that. But, um, they did have a bundle that had like Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, and then I think like Vern. Mm. Which if like if it was Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, and Carrie, yeah, I think like that bundle would they, sell, man. And they probably know that. <laughs> yeah. So they're like throw Vern in on this. Yeah, so they're gonna get all the good ones. I don't know. I'm yeah. still on the fence. I don't know how long the pre-order goes for, but that Bruiser Brody figure looks so fucking good, and that Stan Hansen, I don't see. I don't see there any way that we get another, you know, seven inch Stan Hansen figure other than this. So right. Good point. That thing looks great too. It's just like, I don't really want to drop 150 bucks on it. Yeah. I guess it would, I guess it would be about a hundred if I just got those two, but I kind of like the carry too. I saw that, um, is it zombie sailor that, 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 <clears throat> yeah. that first wave. Now he's just straight up selling them off his website. So maybe like, no, no, he partnered with pro wrestling tees. That's the next thing in my notes. Oh, okay. Stepping uh, on your toes. <clears throat> no, you're fine. I like when you bring some news to the table, dude. Um, pro wrestling tees has partnered with zombie sailor toys to distribute the heels and faces line. So it's going to be kind of ah. nice for him. Um, and I don't think it's going to affect the bottom line of the figures. I don't think. Well, I guess we'll see. I don't know. Do you remember what you paid per figure for your what you got from Series One? You got Sabu and Earl. Mm-hmm. Um, Thirty nine ninety nine. Sound about right. 
probably with shipping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 35. 35 plus shipping, you're thinking? Okay. Um, So anyways, starting Friday, you can grab a limited amount of Series 1, anywhere from, I think, 200 pieces on some that he has up to like 350 pieces on like Sabu or some of those guys. But um, And they're going for $39.99. But this does open the opportunity for later on. They're going to have exclusive figures sold just through them. Oh, sure. Um, kind of nice. Yeah, that is nice. And there are people I see bitching, you know, hey, I thought this was <laughs> exclusive and I had to get in on it right away. And this, look, he's, he's they're getting a couple hundred units. Yeah. Right? Settle the fuck down. That's that's how it came across my radar is because people were bitching about <clears> it. Like, oh, I, oh, good thing I didn't pre-order this because now we can just get them whenever. It's like, dude. You can't get them whenever. There's still a limited yeah. amount. They yeah. actually put the numbers out there. I saw that. Yeah. People, like, people just love to bitch, oh, dude. Oh, do they ever love to fucking bitch? <laughs> yeah, they, so Pro Wrestling Tees, starting Friday, they're going to have uh, 350 Sabus, 300 Dinos, 300 Ertles, and then 250 a piece of Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. That is not that many figures, no. guys. And it's kind of nice. You know, folks like me who missed out. Yeah, get a crack at I it. I might. Now I might go dip my uh, toe in the water here. I'm not sure yet. I know. I'm not sure. There's only oh, $45 for Stan Hansen's too much, but you throw Cardona out there for $39.99 and oh, you're all in. No, I wouldn't be getting that one. <laughs> <laughs> I would take your route and maybe even the Dino Bravo. Yeah. Dino belongs in it. Like, how could we not get a Hasbro Dino Bravo? That is surprising. I love him. Sitting here right here with Jimmy Hart. Yeah, That'd be dude. fucking rad, dude. Fit right in. Um, get some mini like cigarette packs. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Bloody version. <laughs> Ooh, the smokes variant. For the, the uh, Jacques Rougeau standing next to him. <laughs> the murder Marlboro variant. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Sorry. Dustin Runnels looking right at us right now. Right? <laughs> yep. He just want to look a man in the eye that I know is going straight to hell. For a fact. I like that he added that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ringside Collectibles, our friend and hopefully soon to be partner, have a extreme rule sale going on right now. All right. Um, they got lots of deals on there. I checked it out. Uh, basics as low as $2.49. Wow. Uh, elites. I think there was some elites on there for like three ninety nine, four ninety nine for like oh, shit. Bray Wyatt and a couple other ones. I don't know. We'll um, get him now, dude. There's like that. <laughs> I don't collect newer guys, so it doesn't. I didn't buy it, but like the Bronson Reed is a. It's in his Bam Bam Bigelow attire from one oh of those yeah takeovers. that takeover seven ninety nine or something like wow. that for the fucking elite, and it's just it's so good. I actually placed an order. Um. I placed an order for some of these uh, basics as well as a couple elites on the cheap. I already need, like, I needed um, the SummerSlam 92 Bulldog. Okay. That's not out in stores yet, but they had it for 20 bucks. I'm like, if I find it on the rack here, it's going to be 20 bucks. Right. Um, that, so I have that coming. I think I grabbed the Stephanie McMahon that I would need from that era, from when she has the women's championship and it's like the McMahon Helmsley era. Oh, yeah. That's before Cena, right? I would think so. I would think so, too. Yeah. And that was, I don't know. And then I got the Sherry Martell coming from, like, the, when she was with Sean with the, I think that's also the Survivor Series set, or maybe the SummerSlam set. Sensational Sherry. Yeah. And then um, taking one more bite at the apple to try to get a Thunder Rosa chase. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) I got a pretty big order. It's supposed to come tomorrow. All right. I'll unbox it next week on the show. Okay, cool. Um, But, no, I thought some of those basics, dude, like, you know, I was making up those those uh, mystery boxes. Yeah, for Water City Con, mm-hmm. I, I'm contemplating doing that again this year. But I had so many, I had such a surplus of micro brawlers because I was getting two crates. Right, I'm no longer doing that. Sure, so I'm not You're gonna need to fill some of these boxes. Yeah, and, and like, dude, kids would love a fucking Tony Storm or a Drew yeah. McIntyre basic. That absolutely, I'm throwing the, to open that mystery box and have an actual figure figure in there in in a package. Like, yeah, that's huge. I think those will go over well. So. Did last um, year for sure. I bought some of those for that. Um, also, my, this is one of my favorite deals on that right now. It's the Jushin Thunder Liger in his debut gear. Mm. So it's usually a $59 figure. It's down to 20 Wow. And I don't really, I don't, I hate that gear, so I don't love that figure. But that's a great even, fucking deal. He looks more like a Transformer than a wrestler, I guess, is what my okay. belief with it is. Yep. Um, 
So I don't know. Um, hopefully we can give you a promo code at some point for uh, Ringside Collectibles. That would be sweet. Come on, John. Check them emails, man. Guys, at Ringside Collectibles. Yeah. Tell them you want us to uh, be on board. And not Don't use the word sponsor. I don't think they like that. No. Partnership. Partnership. Partners. Partners. The old Mega Power Handshake. We'll do That's it. That's right. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to be like, we listened to the show. You guys are already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're already scratching my back. Why the fuck Why would I scratch yours? Why would we? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. That's right. Um, Mattel starting to ship out those Macho Man Ultimates. That's what I hear. That uh, sweeten the pot to get the new generation ring funded. A couple folks already have them in hand. I am not some folks. I am not either. Did you get shipping yet? Nope. I got shipping. You did. Well, I don't know if they're shipping it. It was weird because I got the the, the arenas shipped separately. Mm-hmm. But I have I have a shipping notification from Mattel, so I'm assuming it's that. Right. Um, In the last couple of days here. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. it says a uh, scheduled delivery Monday before the end of the day. I wonder if I can click on it. It'll tell me like how much it weighs. Well, that might help me. Right. Yeah. Um. Monday, September 26th, by the end of the day. Deta- details. Details. Uh, oh, FedEx Smart Post. Th- mm, it says 3.2 pounds. Pieces one. I think that's probably both of them in there. I would, I would imagine. Yeah. I've done enough shipping out of figures. Yeah. They usually weigh about a pound, pound and a half. Yeah, so. that's probably both. Cool, oh, I like that. So, yeah, that, that should be coming. And then I said like, my ringside collectibles order should be here tomorrow. Um, but I think I'll just... I think I'll just sit on it until next. That's going to be tricky, but I think I'll just sit on it until next week. It was one of those late night things too. So I don't even remember what I, I was just like, click, I had a pretty good size list and I just keep clicking, clicking, add to the order, add to the order, $2 and 50 cent basics, but it does add up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what's funny. What's in the box. Um, uh, New arrivals. Speaking of what's in the box, I got a box right here. There's a couple things in it. I'll get to it because I ain't got nada. Yeah, you do. Because one of the things I got, you got too. All right. The ultimate warrior. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can, I, yeah. Superstar Series uh, 2. From our boy Phil. From our boy Phil Hamilton set up shop at the JWA Superstars and Collectibles. Hope he did well. We had a pretty good turnout. We'll talk about it. Yeah, he had a a bunch of good stuff, man. I hope he did too. Also, I would like to report, Adam, that. They are still doing the background, doing the background thing because there that. was a couple of them. Remember the, remember we were like, I don't see how anybody else is going to go here. Mm-hmm. There was a Shawn Michaels like hand or something that I thought was just a background hand. Yep. It, it wasn't. It, it matches up. So the entire series two and series three still all match up, which I think is cool. And now I have to get doubles of everybody. And I'm a little pissed because I already opened my million dollar man one day and now I don't have another one. Yeah. But I, I really do think that these will start hitting shelves. Like you can't walk into a Walmart now and not see Bray, Flair, Honky Tonk. Man, I right. saw a couple Hogan's today. Yeah. Um, I think once the distribution gets kind of going on these, uh, you'll, you'll, they'll be more plentiful. And Phil, um, what do you what do you get us for? Twenty five on the warrior. Yep, forty for the taker, something like that. He cut me. He cut me five bucks off for buying both. Nice. So I paid a total of thirty dollars for both of these. Yeah, I got the Undertaker right. too. I don't know if it's harder to find or maybe he only found the one because he had a couple warriors. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I looked at it as you know, I bought the two for sixty. That's exactly what I paid at Palmart. Mm-hmm. And come on, dude, Phil is going out and buying these things for twenty. You right. got to make a little something for sure. So I wasn't I wasn't mad at all about paying thirty a piece for those. I just need Taker. Shout out to him. Yeah, Adam needs Undertaker. I need um, doubles on everything except Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Maybe I could do that. Maybe um, somebody's looking for Shawn. I could like flip those two extra Shawns for the Outsiders or something, yeah. and that would help me out in that regard. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm willing to swive a couple extra Shawn Michaels if anybody out there stumbles across any other from series two or three. I'd be willing to trade them up straight up for some Shawns. We got a book. We got a book. We got uh, Brian Gewertz's. Oh, nice. There's just one problem, which I haven't even cracked open yet. Um, but rave reviews from a bunch of people on this book. So. Yeah, I've heard him on a couple podcasts too, and some of the stories he tells and stuff. It it sounds like it's a pretty good read. I like the. Um, he gets a little blurb on the back from a bunch of people. Mick Foley, Becky Lynch, Adam Copeland, Booker T. Nice. They all say nice things. Um, not nearly enough Miz from the Miz. 
so so on brand. I love it. And he's like the Rocks management dude. Yes, that guy's got to be so rich. He is uh, Rocks business partner in at at Seven Bucks. What is it called? Seven Bucks. Yeah. Good, good on him. Yeah. <laughs> Made a bunch of friends in the wrestling business. Um, I know like Edge and Christian would always say that like, he was one of the, they had to go to wrestler court yeah, one time. Yeah, because he got him a, a flash figure, right? Something like that. <laughs> was. And they're like, yeah, he got him a, yes, it was a flash <laughs> action figure. And somebody saw him like, what the fuck? Like, you're, uh, what the hell? you're taking gifts from the talent <laughs> yeah. like to get airtime or something. Like, no, it's not that. I think he lost too. They like made him buy Jack Daniels for everybody. Everybody loses. Yeah. And you have to buy like beer. (laughs) (laughs) Wrestling court, everybody. Always a good time. Undertaker always heads it up, apparently. Yeah. And it's like you got to bring him gifts if you want the favor to (laughs) ruling to go in your favor. (laughs) This shit doesn't fly. Come on, dude. Says wrestler court in real life. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, pro wrestling crate shipped. Thought I might have it today, but I don't. Mine too. It didn't show up though. Um, oh, we watched that Pro Wrestling Tees whatnot stream mm. before the show kicked off. Man, things were going for a lot of money on there. That was. They had at one point they had like nine hundred and some people watching it too. It was the most yeah, I've ever seen giveaways, and there was like five hundred plus when I, at that time. Yeah, I couldn't believe. Like, dude, they had a Pro Wrestling Tees shirt that Pro that Colt Cabana wore in like a promo for five seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's the same shirt I have. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's a great shirt. But you can get it on the site for twelve ninety five. Right. It's sold for like $218 because <laughs> Colt put his signature on it. Like, It was funny. My wife came in the room because Colt was like, oh, my dog Ripley at home. Uh, da, 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 da. And she just pops in. Did I just hear somebody say Ripley? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Colt Cabana. Somebody say shenanigans? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs> so yeah we'll have uh we'll have some stuff to look at next week in the uh, the new arrivals i who is the uh i'm trying to think because the next pro wrestling crate not the one that just shipped but the next one mm-hmm. is there every every year they do the paint and the halloween mask one. and paint yeah. crate or whatever uh i'm hoping i think this is our chance to possibly get a, a mankind Oh, micro brawler. Yeah, that'd be good. Because it has to be something that's already in the works because he just signed back up with the WWE. But I think if he had something in the works, because they took off all of his merchandise. Off of PWG. Yeah. Okay. So. Was he doing like a Legends thing or something? Well, I'm not. It's going to be Bray White's, Bray, Bray White's, Bray Wyatt's manager. Maybe. <laughs> well, time will tell. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. White rabbit. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red Oh, baby. What do you want to start with? C.W. Anderson. No, you forgot? I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to coin, I'm going to quote Tom Brady. I'm, I'm 40. 40. <laughs> I'm 41 years old. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I got a lot of shit going on. I'm going to quote CM Punk. <laughs> I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with children. <laughs> yeah. No, I I um I thought about it yesterday. Oh, dude! Well, there's only something you would get. Oh fuck! So should we just should we hold off on it? Do I have to watch this match? I think you should. You do just okay. for just so I can crack. And you then up. I got spiteful too. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot because it's a holiday show. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I I got it was one of those things where I had a million things going on. And and I did. To be fair, like for four days, I did forget about it, and then I remembered it like yesterday, the other day. I think I remembered it on Monday, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Like I, I'm not going to be told what to do. I'm not going to be. I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm an adult. I am an adult. And then I was I don't like, have "To take your recommendation." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Deathmatch Jake. He wants to ask about uh, JWA. He's never showing up to JWA." Mm. 
ever. Tit for tat. I see what's No, going but on it was here. just a little sour. Well, I don't even want to say sour grapes, but I was like, I, I don't feel obligated right now to, to watch it. Okay. But but I, if you say I should watch Tell it. Tell me who. I, I think you should. Okay. There's some pretty cool. It's it's a fun match, and then also tell me who C.W. Anderson looks like that we know. Okay, I will do. I will it do should, that. You should be like. And oh, I'm, gonna apolo- I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize to Deathmatch Jake, who doesn't know I was mad at him. I wasn't really mad at him, but I was just like, we have we brought in Sky Blue. Like, could have came. To what the more show. do you want, Deathmatch Jake? <laughs> yeah, there's live pro wrestling happening ten minutes away from your house. Come on, come on, support. That's my recommendation. Man. That's my going to be my recommendation like for Deathmatch Jake. I want the Ocho, man. This is the uh, October 15th JWA show. How about that? How about them go. apples? Challenges um, on the the titles so on the, no, you I'll watch it. the title? I will watch it. I just had so much shit going on, dude. It's one of those things where you... I know I don't need to explain myself to you. But it's like... You do a lot of prep for this show for like a couple days or whatever. And then, and then you do this show and then you like... Don't have to worry about anything for a couple of days. I know. But all of a sudden, the next, all of a sudden, yep. the next thing you know, it's like, oh shit, we got to record again in two days. There's been times where I'm like, oh, I, I watched that retro raw, and then I look at my notes, I'm like, oh, I watched half that retro raw. I need to get that done like now because yeah. it's coming up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And football season, it makes it harder. Come on, you, you know, know there's a lot of games. So many games. <laughs> ball sports, am I right? <laughs> I fuck anybody that says they don't like ball sports. I hate that guy. Yeah, I do too. Um, well, to you, Alec. you told me you didn't watch SmackDown, but we're going to get Logan Paul <laughs> yeah, against the Tribal Chief in Saudi. In Saudi. Yeah. What are the odds I watch that? Uh, slim to none. Probably. Unless you're in a hotel room with me at 10 in the morning. <laughs> Good chance. <laughs> uh, so I, I did watch Dynamite. Oh, I love Dynamite. Um, I watched Dynamite Rampage. And uh, the JWA show. I watched. I got a couple other tidbits in here too. So, Dynamite, um, pretty fun. The tournament finals are occurring tonight as we record at Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium. It's going to be a big show, dude. And we saw both semifinals last week: John Moxley defeating Sammy Guevara, Brian Danielson defeating Chris Jericho in a rematch from All Out. That was a great match. That was so fun, dude. Brian's chest was so oh. fucking red at the end of that yeah, thing. Man. It was just. Brutal, man. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get an all-Blackpool Combat Club final, which I really dig. I, I did kind of think the rest of the show was a little meh, but... On Dynamite? Yeah. I did love, um, like you said, that that Danielson and Jericho, the figure four in the ring post, dude. Haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, the, I mean... Lucha it, Bros versus Swerve in Our Glory was pretty good. Yep. Um, I did like... Oh, um... Uh, the MJF stuff was really good too. Yes. Um, God, she was talking about uh, Mox's disease. Yeah. Like my, my, you said something. My brain is more dangerous than your disease. I was like, Jesus, dude, calm down. Um, I like they. Well, they finally brought back like the firm and talked about him working with was this them. The first time we got him named too. Yeah. The firm. Yep. I like it. It's fine. I don't mind. He's it. like a lawyer dude. Stokely's like a. Because he is a, uh, I don't know, just a consultant. An or yeah, something. there we go. You don't want to piss off Mark Sterling. Or I'm Paul the lawyer. Hayden. I'm the lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fun. You said you did watch Rampage too. Yeah, but I, I also like so tonight's tonight's Dynamite. Tony Khan, I, I he had a he was on Busted Open or whatever, and his quote was something like, "Um, I'm not going to disappoint." this time or something mm. like that. Like, but then I was like, what did they do last year at Arthur Ashe? That was a disappointment. Cause I thought it was a good show. I don't know. Um, but he said something about, um, is a claim this, wrestling. This is not going to be, this is not going to be like anything we've ever done before. Interesting. Which I was like, I feel like you've done everything no. in a short period of time. Um, so I I don't know do we have a card for dynamite we should have pulled this up previously do you you have seen it Uh, I can't pull it up now there's gonna be spoilers don't don't touch it we're 20 minutes in I can rattle some off the top of my head obviously the the championship finals yep Um, oh Jericho versus Claudio for the ROH title title. I love that I've had seven titles I'm going for the Ocho man dude (laughs) that's gonna be great I hope he gets it I do too (laughs) 
I hope he gets it. Like totally sports entertainment yeah. spit up. You know what I mean? Like first thing you got to do. It's the wrestling. Put it on a colored strap and a spinner on that. Yes. <laughs> it's the. It's the wrestling ring of honor, man. <laughs> yeah, they could do a bunch of stuff. Call it a premium live event. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did watch Rampage. Uh, kicked off with Matt Hardy versus Darby, and that was fun. Yeah. Dude, Darby uh, going for the swanton onto the apron, missing. <laughs> it was fucking brutal. And then the what ho- a death wish. House of Black challenged Darby and them, right? Well, so is they, that, maybe that's happening tonight, too. Probably, yeah, I think yeah. it is. So is that a tag or a three or a triple? I feel like it's a triple. But who is oh, House right. of Black's Black's other third. guy? Yeah, it must but be But no, a they, tag. Just like, they just like choked out Matt Hardy to get the match. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be Sting and Darby versus Brody and Buddy. I got gotcha. you. There we go. Um, I do kind of think the, the House of Black can still have legs. Yeah. Uh, with Julia Hart being yes. like a mastermind or something. Yeah, we're gonna have to get her definitely more involved. I think that I think that uh, Malachi leaving is probably gonna be good for her. Definitely, possibly. and and probably Buddy. To be honest, yeah, you know what I mean. Just because he was kind of the third wheel. I even thought. even though it's kind of strange that he would just bolt, but I don't know. It's weird. Um, oh, Why do you e- think that's strange? He's gonna show up at War Games. <laughs> Survivor oh, yeah. Series. War Games. <laughs> He's one of my guests. Yeah, he is. I guess. That's my Triple H. Um, Ethan Page squashed Danhausen, whom Ethan referred to as the jester of AEW. Like He's it. not wrong. Danhausen has zero wins. I'm almost certain. I think you're right. Do they still? Ooh, maybe on dark. Oh, God. You can't count that. Mm, wins and win, dude. This is a federation where wins and losses matter, I man. was going to ask you about that. When they come down. I think so. Does it still say? I think so. And I, but I think it goes point. It's going to be like it goes by years now, though. Oh, like a 2022 mm-hmm. record. I don't yes. mind that. Yes, because otherwise, kinda, yeah, you're just going to be like, like our old, uh, what was the old, like the fantasy, yes. like uh, wrestling federation. Yeah, we used the to paper say, and pen. You see shit. guys that are like 496 wins, 598 losses. Like you spent a lot of money. Each <laughs> one of those was a dollar, <laughs> yeah. win or lose. <laughs> Um, that was fun. I think they still do fun. that. I think they. I know they. It's still do you the remember PWI. It's the same fucking ad too. Yes. You pick the moves, and then they're worth a certain amount of value points. When this uh, podcast was in its infancy, we discussed possibly creating a wrestler and doing that. Yeah, we I might as well. I wouldn't mind revisiting. I throw ten that. bucks at that. Yeah, just like just to see if a I can. Month, like, yeah, just to see if I can. Like, dude, it's probably crazy now. Remember, like, I was. You can be the commissioner and like set up the pay per views and write it all out. Now, do they probably have like it's probably all digital? And it's it probably s- crazy. I was gonna say, does do you think they still send you the packet in the mail? It's probably email. Oh, that takes over. That <laughs> it I'm does. almost out. There is nothing better than seeing the the, the Manila, big Manila <laughs> folder. <laughs> and it's like, did you? Because we had the whole neighborhood involved. Yeah, and we're like, fighting each other in like imaginary land. Yeah, and then you're really mad at the guy across the street because he beat you and you threw you out of the battle royal. Yeah, took that like, like come it, on, dude. <laughs> Casket Jack was gonna go all the way. You bastard! <laughs> threw me out, and I'm the. Uh, Mid-Atlantic champion. I should have been the world champion. I was the league champion one time. One time for That's one awesome. month. I was the commissioner of one. I really booked myself. Fucking, like, why is he in the you title You worked yourself picture? into a shoot? <laughs> I came up to the... Through the uh, oh god, I was just ripping off the WWE. Oh. Came came up through the ring apron. They, like, you could Undertaker submit pulling diesel. Yeah, I was, I was tracing. Oh, <laughs> it was, so fun. It was so fun. We should we, we, let's look into that. First of all, we need to find a, a hard copy of the PWI five hundred. Because oh, I still got some old issues from like last year. I know, but I want the new one. The new one just yeah, came out well, digitally. We, sh- we need to get so the that PWI. Means the, the new one will come out True. on paper soon. Yep. Um, what else? We should talk about JWA Superstars and Collectibles oh, Nine. What a great show, dude! Huge turnout. Um, we had new lighting rig. It was very cool. That Props to Dave the Awesome for that. Big difference. It was so cool seeing like, you know, you get a guy chopping another guy, and you can just see the sweat, like barreling out. Nope. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> tried to try to warn. I know, I know. I tried to warn. 
great matches though throughout the show. Uh, Shelly Benson, sh- Chicago bombshell Shelly Benson, and uh, Sky Blue put on a very fun match. And I just I loved how into everything the fans were. It was super loud in there. Yes, we got a new Badger State champion, Adam Stallion, who is all business. He's usually usually uh, walking around the crowd in the you know before his match, throwing out potato chips, wearing the Hawaiian shirt, eating turtle chips. He wasn't doing any of that. He was no. all business. He's he focused. Took down the Ewok, and those guys beat the shit out of each other. That was in that a great match. match. That was that was fun. That was awesome. Um, Alpha Zeta Zeta defeated Jay Cross and Cody James to become the new number one contenders for Flight Club. That'll be a big match next month. Maybe? Yeah, I believe it's next month. Happens. I think it's Perfect. next month. October 15th. And um, what else do we see? I don't know. Everybody on the card. Alex Bernardino, um, Doom Montgomery, Muggsy James, Lennox Leone, The Preacher of Pain, Inestra, all these guys. Mm-hmm. Really, really, everybody's stepping it up, man. It's become a become a really fun product to watch to i agree with. it's it's heating up uh the momentum's the crowds are getting larger they're getting louder um you know like you said we have sky we had sky blue and bombshell it's just gonna get better i love it check dude. it out it's october so 15th let's talk about this white rabbit stuff okay did you scan the qr so, code no i did not it first comes across my radar over the weekend they're like hey um during a house show break, all of a sudden, all the lights go out, and Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit plays, which I'm not familiar with the song. I'm really not. What? I, I listened to it. I was like, I'm sure I've heard it, but like, there's not in a million fucking years, Adam, would I heard that and told you the name of that song? Oh, man. You've got to watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, my friend. Can you throw the toaster in the tub as soon as White Rabbit peaks? (laughs) Come on. Well, hey, man, I'm just being honest. Uh, Hey, that's fine. Um, But apparently as as the song ends, a red light shines on the stage, and then it's just business back to normal. Oh, there was a red light. So they did this at a house show, and then they did this during uh, SmackDown on Friday during a commercial break. And I'm assuming they did it on Raw. I'm not sure. No, so on Raw, there was a QR code. Yeah, in a backstage segment with Austin Theory. Yes. It's just like slapped on like a case or something. Yes. And then at 9.23 p.m., somebody walked through the crowd with a QR code on a sign. Interesting. That also went to... The same website. I think so, yeah. It was that, like the that, hangman thing. That yeah, says it's like, like a white rabbit hangman thing and like... It said like you killed me or you you did it or something. All kinds of cryptic weird shit. shit. Yeah, and uh, you go check it out. It's all over the internet. Um, but so something about nine twenty three, like first as like a date, but then as like on a clock. Mm. So this Friday, it's SmackDown is nine twenty three. My only problem with it is, I guess you time zones. Mm. I was gonna say our our shit starts at seven, gets right. done at nine, right? But if we're talking East Coast, it would start at six and be done at. No, that doesn't make sense either. Then, right? It's a, no, 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 no. It's third it hour could, ahead. A West Coast feed. They're an hour ahead, East Coast. Sure, it would be eight seven Central. So technically, for them, it would be eight when we start at seven. Oh, right, right. So I guess at eight twenty three our time, Central time zone, maybe something happens on SmackDown. So, I, dude, I don't care what it is. The fact that they're trying stuff, yeah, is cool. I love that. And if it, I, I mean, everybody is. Everybody thinks it's going to be. I've, I've heard Bray Wyatt a lot, but I've also heard apparently Carrying Cross was the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground. I'm like, they are not going to fucking. I'm He's sorry. already there. That's not happening. He remember I told you about the black and white, and he attacks. Uh, he attacked Drew. He's. Yeah. And then somebody thinks it's going to be like a uh, an NXT guy coming up, mm. like Gacy's crew or whatever. Mm. And they're like, that's gonna be, it's gonna bum everybody out if they think it's Bray and it's that. But I'm like, no, honestly, at least they're, they're doing something, doing something creative. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's fucking let's give it up for that at least. And I watched NXT. That's not on my list, but I watched it last night. Uh, I did see on Twitter that so they made is it Solo. That's Solo Sokoa. Yeah, the, Solo the, the, Sokoa. the show okay. starts with the worst fucking Shawn Michaels segment of all time, where he's like. Carmelo Hayes walks into a room and then uh, 
Two seconds later, the another knock on the door, and it's Solo coming in there. And Carmela's like, "Nah, fuck this! I'm get out, get out of here! I'm getting out of here, whatever." You hear the grizzled ass voice of HBK. Mm. Guys, get over here, you know whatever. <laughs> and coffee, he's like standing guys. at a table, and basically he's like, "Solo, you weren't supposed to be in the match last week. I'm gonna need you to vacate your championship." And he's like, "What?" And he's like. Good luck in Raw or SmackDown or wherever you end up. And he just takes the title. <laughs> and then Carmelo Hayes is like, ooh, he's like rubbing his hands like he's going to get this title back. And he's like, you didn't win the match. So uh, basically they're going to do a five-man ladder match at Halloween Havoc. Melo's in it. And then in the next, I think it's six weeks away. So they I think someone's going to qualify every week, week or whatever. Okay. But. Um, it was it was pretty a pretty he, brutal segment. I'm pretty sure Solo defended that belt on SmackDown. I'm sure he so did. What, uh, doesn't make any sense. I don't. Didn't know. I feel like there's been a few NXT guys that came up with their belt and would defend it. Yeah. and then go. Okay, who knows? Logic. And also, yeah, <laughs> you know it doesn't work in the WWE, Adam. Logic. <laughs> um, also, nothing was really changed. Like they they had the oh, bl- right. they had the, the black and gold logo yeah, now. Yeah. But all the shit still had the paint splatter. Mm. It was still well lit. The ring ropes were blue now. I don't know if they have been for a while because I haven't been watching. But Maybe they're working up to it. I don't know. It just didn't quite seem like a, like a switch had been thrown. And I did say that maybe they couldn't just... I didn't want them to just scrap everything they'd done, but it just really seemed like nothing had changed. I don't mm. know. Um what else were you going to say about that? Did you hear anything or see anything? Or? No, I think that uh, I was just confused on. Well, yeah, you got called up, but people flip flop and go back and jump around. All you think you'd want the cross promotion to me? You got one of the bloodline as one of your champ. That's pretty yeah. fun. You you can't tell me. So like, Solo's about to go in. Uh, Russ, yeah, that's on SmackDown. And then he has like buddied up with Sammy. So he's like, Sammy, you coming news? And then Sammy's like, oh, oh, me? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sent yeah. me your pitch. Yes, yes. Which I loved. Um, yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted, um, but like to me, you could have Sammy showing up at NXT and helping out yeah. solo. I mean, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I wanted to have, uh, I wanted to have Sammy be like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Yeah. When he gets when he, when he goes to get made. <laughs> yes. And like. Tommy's going to be made. He's going <laughs> to. <laughs> Some real Sicilian shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then instead, like he, you know, he he shows up like Solo's like waiting. He's like De Niro at the diner, and maybe he's hanging with somebody else. Like, but he like they go to check on him to make the call, and Paul Heyman answers the call, and then it shows like when he walks in and gets and gets killed in the movie. But this time it's like the Usos walking him in, and he turns around to Tribal Chief, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then they. And then Paul Heyman's like, uh, whatever the guy on the phone that's like, like, hey, how'd it go? It's not it's, good. It's it's done. It's done. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Shot him in the face. Yeah. His mother couldn't even have an open <laughs> casket funeral. <laughs> oh man, I, that'd be great. You could start it with like, as long as I can remember, I wanted to be an USO. <laughs> <laughs> And he already has his documentary crew. Dude, absolutely. Where is the footage on that? Yeah. I want to see <laughs> so that. waiting on that movie. Me too. It's going to be good. <laughs> oh, that'd be good shit. A um, couple tidbits here. Oh, did you see Jeremy Allen White has been cast as Carrie Von Eric in the upcoming film, The Iron Claw? You might know him as Lip from oh, Shameless. Yes, yes. Looks pretty good as a young Carrie Von Eric. I haven't seen the... Um... You could pull that off. Okay, but they haven't they haven't shown him in like character yet. No. Okay, you're just saying the way he looks. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Totally He's got that it. hair kind of. Yeah, you know, he's gonna have to put on a little mask for sure. And then uh, Channing Tatum, right? Yeah, is the other is okay. uh, Kevin, I think, or could be good, dude. Yeah, I'm. I think it's gonna be fine. We've been preaching about uh, the Von Erichs on our <laughs> other podcast for years. Now we'll be the ones like <laughs> we told you. It just takes the bear to do it. Yeah. Right? Um, the Ringer reported that this year's Survivor Series, which is taking place in Boston, um, is going to feature two War Games matches. I like that. The graphic that they used was a little interesting. Did you see that? It's like a it was like a painting almost, and it had Triple H on one side, and then it had the double rings with the double cages on the left side. Okay, I didn't see this. But they were fucking WCW rings with the old school cage over them and stuff. And I was just like, that is a very strange, um. I'm trying to see if I have a photo of it. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, because when he's done the war games and 
And um, wow, that's weird, right? Um, because when he's done them in NXT, they've never had the roofs. No, they have. So that's strange. Yeah, because you'd I, I see know. you know Adam Cole or whatever. We were in Chicago that one time. Oh, where Jesus, did that the air raid drop it? off yes. the top? Champa, right? It was Champa to Cole. To Cole, that's right. That was a good one. Brutal, dude. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I assume it's just going to be a male war games match and a female war games match, which yeah. is fine. Yep. Um, but when is Extreme Rules? It's got to be coming up soon. That's a great question. I mean, Ringside Collectibles has a ring Extreme Rules sale going it's on right now. Sunday, is it? It could be this Sunday. No, I feel like there's not enough um, <laughs> matches. I love this done. when you open this up and you're going to see it. and it's gonna October be- 8th. Oh, okay. We got a we got time. some time. We got a little time. We got some time. And then, uh, <laughs> so from there, they'll be on the track to uh, War Games. Can yes. we bring Regal back just to say that? Yeah, just sub them out for the audio drop. Yeah, <laughs> just throw, throw Regal a couple bucks. Yeah. yeah, just use it. Who cares? <laughs> Bill Regal's not going to do anything. He's not going <laughs> to sue you. No. How about, how about somebody backstage just calls William Regal Bill? Oh. I'd- <laughs> Can I have a moment of your time? It just beats the sure shit thing, out of Bill. you. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I've been meaning to talk to you about. <laughs> he doesn't even like raise his voice a bit, like not one octave while he's beating the shit out yeah. of you. Yep, keeps it real gentlemanly. <laughs> Love that. That's fucking great. Ice cold killer Stephen Regal for sure. Uh, he could have got uh, Dean Malenko's gimmick. Is he the Iceman or something? I feel like that, yeah. I feel like there's something about that. Yeah. Going out on a low note there if I got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anything from you? We got to, you know, follow us on the socials. Check us out on the, uh, you know, the Facebook group, Dork Side of the Ring Podcast. Grab a shirt off Pro Wrestling Tees. Please. Oh, shout out to Matt Dutra. All right. Um, a boy, a buddy from our, uh, from our neighborhood growing up. And uh, he now is a teacher. He lives still in the state and everything. He said, got my first check from the school year. Decided to treat myself. Love it. Love uh, shout too. out to Phil, too. He's, he was saying that he's been enjoying the show as well. And thanks for doing it. And I was like, love to hear awesome those to hear, kind man. words. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Everybody that's listening out. Survey says. Another one for the good guy. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 